0: jazz i'm excited for this episode oh yeah okay I'm pumped to be here man <laughs> I might put that in sound bite
1: <laughs> I might just put that in I might just start the episode right now what's going on my friends welcome to the on the hill podcast that is right you heard the name correctly we have had a name change we are now going by the on the hill podcast. Uh, for many reasons. Colin, do you want to explain them? How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well, and there is no need for explanation. Just everybody loves a good rebrand. Um, it's good to be back. School's behind us. We've wrapped up the semester. We're in summer mode. It's time It's time to get my golf game right. We're jazzed. We're ready to be here. We're excited to get this show on the road.
1: You, you, are you, wait, how do, you, how do you feel about being on this episode, Colin? Tell us how you feel. You, we are
0: jazzed. Saying? We're excited to be here, man. We're riled up.
1: You ready to get your golf game going? You ready for that 110-stroke series?
0: Yes, sir. It's it, it, we're, Big things coming this summer. High energy, high intensity. We're here for it.
1: Uh, yes, sir. All right, Jack, how are you doing?
0: Doing
2: good. Uh, yeah, glad, like Colin said, glad the final's behind us. Uh, last week was pretty rough, but we got through it. And yeah, everyone loves a good rebound. Uh, you know, on the hill, that's our favorite place to be. We'll watch a football game, so... You know, why not name the podcast that, but feeling good. I'm Jazz too, Colin. I'm freaking jazzed. Let's go.
1: You know what? They have great reason to be jazzed, whatever this word came from, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know what you're yeah, bringing the energy today. today. Colin, Jazz like,
2: though?
1: Colin's like I'm not liking that. Uh, but they have good reason to be jazzed because of the NFL draft. What a weekend it was. And we will go full in depth here for, for a very long episode, I'm assuming. Um, we got a lot to talk about. But – as part of our rebrand, we have come up with a new segment. Well, not necessarily a new segment, a name for a current segment that we do. The
2: Everybody gets sports, a new
1: name. The Clemson Sports Rundown It's going to be called the Hill Rundown. So when you when you hear us say the Hill Rundown for the week, we're going to go through the Clemson sports from that week. And boy, what a week it was! What a week it was! Let's. What do you all want to start? I think let's just start with baseball because they we've all been we've always been doing this. Uh, this thing where we go with the good sports and then baseball has kind of been bringing up the rear with some sad things going on there. But how about a sweep over the number four Louisville Cardinals?
2: Shout out our boy, Caden uh, Grace, Riverside High School alum. Man is balling out right now.
1: I mean, he had a three-homer game right. on Friday and continued it into the weekend. Uh, that, that might be good enough to get him into a regional voice. A sweep over the number four team in the nation might do it.
0: Yeah, it's good to see. You know, definitely the coaching staff is taking a sigh of relief to get <laughs> get a big sweep there. Um,
1: Monty Lee just got a four year contract extension.
0: Yeah, you know that that takes a little bit of the burden off. Um, not legitimately, but you can you can you can coach a lot better when you're not worried about your job. Um, so I'm sure they're super pumped about that. You know, I'm sure the guys are fired up, especially this time in the season. You really want to get a hot streak going, and you want to be just wide open going. Going towards that ACC tournament and into Omaha, and so it's good to see that they got a big sweep. Um, hopefully, they can keep the momentum up and really finish out the season strong before they get into postseason play. Yes,
1: yeah, sir. Yes, sir. And I mean, I think we got. I think we have to go now. Um, softball had an off week um, before they go ahead and and play Syracuse next weekend to wrap up their uh, season. Currently sitting at thirty-seven and four. You know that's all right. Not nothing, nothing too slight.
0: They're, Still they're, softball, you?
1: Yeah, softball, softball. You know. Yeah. let's take it over to the pitch now. Uh, men's soccer, their first tournament game, cruises to a two-one win over American. Um, can't believe that's actually a name of a university in America. But
0: well, American- cru- cruises is a a lighter term. They picked up two goals in the second half, um, which ultimately gave them the win. Uh, yeah, dubs a dub.
2: A dubs a dub. It was a cruise. They
1: cruised. no doubt. No, Never a doubt is what I would say. Never a doubt. Um, but, yeah, no, good to see them get their first win in the tournament there. As expected, uh, maybe not as easy as I made it sound there, but glad to have a win under our belt. Get tournament play started. Um, but I think this is the one we're most excited to talk about, boys.
0: Women's soccer. Hensley Hampton. Absolutely electric. What an electric way to start off postseason play. With a win and PKs five to four, go to double overtime one one at the end of regulation. I mean, just phenomenal game, phenomenal game all around. It, it uh, never a doubt, like Clark said, never, never a doubt. Yeah,
1: never a doubt. No, this one was even less of a doubt to be honest, especially. Holy crap, man! Just made a one-handed catch on Sunday night baseball in the foul, in the foul territory. Always giving it to the girl now. What what a guy! All right, well <laughs> let's
0: try to let, we got a we got a busy pod. Let's no, try to keep it on, on, the on the pod. Time.
1: With the with the nachos in hand that's a that's a sports center top 10 play um so anyways back to what I was saying Hensley handcuff plays the entire second half both overtimes and PK's makes a huge save a huge save in PK's to secure the dub and I believe they won five three on penalties five, so uh, if, if I if I'm correct there Hensley handcuff played a huge part there and we you know we're gonna say it's because she was on the podcast yeah we'll go with that for sure, no problem there. But uh, there's your hill rundown for the week. Um, you know, not the busiest week in Clemson sports, especially with postseason picking up and and other seasons winding down. Um, yeah, but, track
0: and fields getting ready. We got a bye week this week, so they're yeah. getting ready for ACC's postseason. Um, just kind of one of those weeks, you know.
1: And it's probably good that y'all had a little bit, little, a uh, little week of rest after last week, big week there. Yeah. But uh, no, there's your hill rundown for the week, and uh, you know it was a great week, fantastic week. So, but boys, I I, I want to let y'all just go go off here. Draft. Let's go, let's
0: go let's go before we before we hit the draft. Let's cover our our non NFL topics oh, really? first. Okay. All right, we can do that. Just touch on those. Um, Carolina coming out with a very very <laughs> interesting uh, marketing sponsor here manscaped the official razor of the cox i mean come on now. it's a trimmer
2: trimmer it's a trimmer it's it's light it's you know it does not irritable it's a trimmer
0: very very interesting there i don't know i don't know if that was intentional or you know i mean it just has to be
2: i mean and I, it's on like every baseball score update they have you know man, brought to you by manscaped i mean some some genius at manscaped was, like just Call South Carolina. It was like, boy, do I have an idea for y'all, and they ran with it. So you think the shirts? Do you think
1: the shirts that they had that just say "Cox" will have Manscaped under it now as a sponsor on the on the Cox, I would Like an official trimmer of the
2: Cox shirt? Like that would make a lot of money. I feel like
1: I would never buy a South Carolina shirt, but I, I would have a really tough time not buying one that says "Official Trimmer of Manscaped Official Trimmer of the Cox." So
0: yeah, interesting, interesting. Just a very,
1: there. just a very interesting marketing move there, but uh.
2: I genius. If you ask me, absolutely. That <laughs> space.
1: Do you think they throw it on? Like they don't throw it on their jerseys or anything. That's not allowed in college sports, is it? Nah, not in college. Okay, but they're they're gonna have it on their pads, like guarding on their brick wall around the end zones. I guess now.
0: Is yeah, that I just, Imagine.
1: What do they just had it spray painted on the field, like below their SEC logo?
2: I mean, I mean it's the like... like welcome to the third quarter, brought to you by Manscaped, official trimmer of Gamecock baseball or <laughs> football. <laughs>
1: Oh god, too much fun there. Too much fun. Um, yeah. Um Bryce Harper got hit in the face by Yeah, well, that was something, scary. Nice tr- on our fastball. Nice one to the cheek. Miraculously playing a few days later. Um, but yeah, that's scary. To be honest, I don't really know what he was doing. I know it's very hard to react to a fastball. Um but he, he tried to get his hand up.
2: He tried to get his hand up and like yeah, but he, but what I'm, he would have done then either, but Turned the other way. Or, yeah, just back up or something.
1: Uh,
2: well, I, I, I mean, I say this like it was
1: easy to get out of the way of a 90-something mile an hour fastball, but. Oh,
2: that baseball would have destroyed me. I would have not moved at all. My reaction time would be <sighs> slow.
1: Yeah. Um, he's all right, though. Like, somehow. I mean, he got hit harder than most people in the UFC doing the face that get knocked out sometimes. So. It
2: didn't even look like it bruised him at all.
1: No, it didn't. And, like, but the when they showed in slow-mo, his cheek and face get like. Scrunched and like folded in different ways that your face isn't supposed to be, and the fact that he's not even bruised up at all is ridiculous. So, good to see that. Not the biggest fan of Bryce
0: Harper, but you never want somebody to get hurt. Bryce Harper brought to you by Manscaped.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Um, and then let's go,
1: let's go with Tatum. Tatum dropped 60 in a win in overtime, big comeback win, um, against the Spurs. I believe they were down by 30 something at one point, so that's kind of interesting. Um, that he, you know, he took him overtime to get to 60. But still, scoring 60 is impressive. But you know what's not impressive? The fact that you go into the locker room after and have the audacity to hold up a paper like Wilt Chamberlain did back when he scored 100 points, that says 60 and take a picture of it.
2: Yeah, that's you're, pretty tragic. You're a couple points off there, bud. I mean, your math's just a little bit off. But, but congrats, though.
1: I mean, congrats. It, it took you an overtime to get – 40 points less than he did. And now you're trying to steal his thunder on something that you did that wasn't even as cool.
2: So I will say that like a couple months ago, I think it was early February, some Sixers uh, reporter like tweeted that Ben Simmons has a higher career, like career high points than Jason Tatum. And at the time it was like 42 and 41. Jason Tatum has beat that three times in three weeks since that tweet. <laughs> so like Ben Simmons, just sit down, bro. You suck. So Cole takes exposed Sixers Twitter. Sixers Twitter just just shut up. I mean,
1: all Takes exposed has the easiest job of all time. I mean, it's just constant.
0: Oh, they just sit back and let it come to them. I mean, speaking of speaking of, I want to apologize for last week saying Justin Fields was going number two overall. That was pretty <laughs> that was yeesh. pretty blind of me. Pretty yeesh. Of me. just a little bit off.
1: I mean, I thought I thought we were waiting to get there, Colin. I mean, I was gonna to wait to roast you there for a little while, but you want to? Yeah, I, I just
0: I had up. to go ahead and get the apology. You want out of to later. get it out
1: front? You want
2: to attack it out front? Out. Yeah, I got I got one more non-football topic before we get into the draft. For for all my UFC people out there, shout out my boy Kenny. But uh, we were watching the fight last night. A jury Prochaska. Yeah. I think, I think I'm saying that right. With a mean spinning Dude, elbow, that spinning the elbow. Dominic Reyes knocked him the hell out. I mean, it was insane. I was now, going nuts. Now, what was more impressive, the hair or the spinning elbow? The little pony—I don't even know what you would call that—ponytail dread. I, I feel like Dominic Reyes looks like a thing mid-fight. like a unicorn me. point. But uh, apparently, Jiri—he's come on the come-up. He's gonna have have a shot at the title after Yan's next fight. So in two fights, he'll have a shot the title. But I mean, man, that guy—I would not step in the ring with that guy. That guy looked like he could kill me.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, any UFC fighter—I think any
2: UFC fighter would <laughs> beat me in half, but.
1: Yeah, one kick and we're done. The only way that we ever have a chance is if they kicked us and had their leg snap like last week.
2: Oh, but yeah, I'd pull, still, pull, I'd well, still be dead too. Like, they would be – <laughs> My like leg would thing. do the same thing. My <laughs> leg would just be the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: They'd be broken and wouldn't be able to fight anymore, but I'd still be knocked out from a leg kick on my leg. Um, but, no, one more topic, Jack. You were wrong. We have one more. Oh, the boy. Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby, the fastest two minutes in sports. Uh, Medina Spirit. Medina Spirit, um, good race to be honest. Bob Baffert, trainer of Medina Spirit, um, longtime trainer, world renowned trainer, as some would say, has uh, I think it's tied. He might I think he tied the record for most Kentucky Derby wins. I might be completely wrong there, but that's seven for him as a trainer. Um, or owner. Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I don't know. Trainer, owner. He, Bob Baffer is an impressive guy when it comes to He's horses. not the
2: jockey. He's not the guy on the horse. That's all no, I know. He's
1: not the jockey, but he he has something to do with the horse that's very important. And he's won seven times at the Kentucky Derby. So that's very impressive. Um, Mattress Mac, uh, complete L, put $2.4 million on the favorite horse.
0: Just did not happen for him. Yeesh. Somebody give me that man's money. Like, let me just have enough money to bet it away like that. Two point four. He made all his money
2: from mattresses too. That's a little
0: sketch. Money laundering. Money laundering going on. Money
2: laundering. And I feel like he he puts all his bets so out in the open. Like the FBI should be on this man. Like, we should have this guy by now if he's money laundering, but we're slacking.
1: I don't know, man. Everybody needs something to sleep on sometimes, you know.
0: Hey, and speaking of speaking of Kentucky Derby, Aaron Rodgers continuing his tradition. Of going to the Kentucky Derby uh, with with a slew of Packers players uh, past and present um, kind of a perfect segue into what was just a crazy 48 hours for the Packers organization um he, it, it's reported he's he's having a good time amid the amid the riff with the Green Bay Packers and then about 20 25 minutes later it's reported that he wants the GM's head or else he's not coming back to play. He want he wants him gone or he's not coming back. I mean, talk about a power move right there. That's just alpha energy. So and I think, think it's a good move. It's a good move because our GM is trash. He's absolutely horrible. And so, you know, Aaron Rodgers give the people giving trying to give the people what they want. Um Mark Mark Murphy just do it, make the man happy. So yeah, it
1: Rodgers- terrible. It's a good move that Aaron Rodgers wants to leave, Colin. That's what you're saying here.
0: No, no, no. It's a good. It's a good move that Aaron Rodgers wants. Brian. Not even gonna try to pronounce his last name. Gutakist or something. Dumb. He's a bum. Yeah, Gutakus. Gutakunst. Some crazy nonsense. Careful there. Careful there at the end. Who is trash? <laughs> That's what he is. We'll call him Brian Trash. Horrible as a lions fan i just feel just so horrible
2: for you colin this is just a trying time
0: hey 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 hey! but we did have what i've what, what made me very happy and in, in the draft We're picking up amari rogers in the third round made me very very happy uh, let it be that
2: way hang on you up. well me. you're
0: getting way ahead of yourself let, it be, let me talk, let, let, let's get through this segment let first. me know
1: that colin cut me off less than 10 minutes ago saying let's just wait till we get to the draft and talk about some other stuff and all of a sudden, the other stuff is
0: over. No, the other stuff no, is We have over.
1: plenty of other NFL news to get to before we get to the draft, but no. Colin, look it, look,
0: look. No, we were a Kentucky Derby, which was a perfect segue to Aaron Rodgers being there, which is a perfect segue to Packers draft. Once I'm done talking about the Packers draft, we can talk about the rest of the irrelevant news that is from the NFL, which you know, what does it matter? You just want to find a way to talk who, about it. Who cares? Who cares? Well, let me put the, Pack, the Packers. I'm pretty happy with the draft. You know, questionable taking a defensive player in the in the first round, but you again. know, we're... again, <laughs> yeah. But you know, what can you do? We draft live. an offense player. That's what you can do. <laughs> Give Aaron Rodgers. Some okay, okay. Help. Hang, hang on, hang on. You're you're talking in common sense here, and there. that's just not a thing with Brian. That is true. That is okay. true. He don't. He doesn't do that. He doesn't believe with, in with him. Brian. Who, Colin? Yeah, Brian Trash. Ryan Trash. Anyways, that's that's my spiel for the Packers. That's my take on on the the whole Packers situation. We can let that rest. Move on to more pressing issues.
1: You know what, Colin? I couldn't imagine having quarterback issues right now. Must suck.
0: I mean, honestly, yeah. Do we, do we want to talk Dang. about that? No. Do we want to address the elephant in the room? Yeah. <laughs> and Sean Watson possibly not playing at all this year. Yeah, quite literally. What
2: really? This is breaking news to me.
0: Yeah, like
1: it's almost like this spawned four months what ago. What happened? Shefford just dropped a bomb, like we all didn't know this was a very real possibility. So
0: Hey, bef- before the Texans games next year, instead of playing the NFL theme song, they should play the Law and Order theme song.
2: Dang, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> hey, hey, innocent until proven guilty, that's all I gotta say. Huh. That's just how American law works. That that there's nothing to do with the situation. It's just a fact.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, Either way. <laughs> All right. So the draft, um, let's, let's hit on some topics here. Uh, before the draft as Colin allude to, you know, Rodgers had that whole thing going on. Bridgewater got traded to the Broncos for a six round pick midweek.
0: That's, um, that's stiff. A six round pick.
1: Yeah. You got uh, quarterback trading in the NFL right now. is so weird. You got golf going for, for like, what's a billion dollars worth of, of money pretty much.
2: And, hey, that was a fantastic uh, trade. I have no complaints with that and one. And
1: picks and players. And then you got, you know, Watson, people think, well, before all the other stuff happened, before all that stuff happened, you think – or you have people saying he should go for three first-rounders because of other trades that have happened. And now you got Teddy Bridgewater going for a six-round pick. I mean, it seems like the Broncos got a steal. They needed a quarterback horribly bad. And Bridgewater might not be the greatest quarterback of all time, but he's better than any other option they had. And they only lost a sixth. So I think they did have
2: to absorb a little bit of his contracts. I think they're paying them a good – a hefty amount, but – Still just for well just for that, it's not bad.
1: Yeah. Um, and then A B Antonio Brown, uh that clown resigned with the Browns or no, the
2: Bucks.
0: With the Browns.
1: With the Browns. Um, no, but he's with the Bucks now. Another year with Tom Brady. Um <laughs> it's the, all
2: twenty two, all twenty two and more starters coming back, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're just they're stacked again, man. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, Colin, you ready to get to the draft?
0: I could probably squeeze that in, yeah. time to squeeze it in? All right. think we might be able to make that work. Well, let's start with it.
1: Uh, I will
2: start gonna, with the first guys, three picks.
1: I'm going to start by Next. saying this. Yeah, let's start with the first three picks. The first three picks were outrageously long. I, the, t- the whole TV thing, yeah, I get it. But the draft is just ridiculous, dude. The first round, four and a half hours for 32 picks? Come on now. It's all
2: just to keep you watching, man. It's all for the ratings.
1: You know, you know how outrageous it is to, for, for the Jacksonville Jaguars to take seven and a half minutes on the clock when everybody knew who they were picking for seven months?
0: Yeah, that's tough.
1: But um, Trevor, Lawrence, well Trevor Lawrence, as expected, went first. First Clemson player in history to get drafted. First overall. Um, and then, obviously, second win, Zach Wilson. Third to the 49ers. Uh, is where we had some shakeup. Seemed like for the past few months, uh, all the mock drafts, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, everybody's saying, oh, 49ers going to go with Mac Jones. Uh, they really <laughs> there. They, they think he can develop well. Um, and then boom, you know, a couple of days before the draft pretty much and over the hours towards leading up to the draft, it was like Trey Lance. He's in the mix now. Oh, wait, they like Trey Lance more than Mac Jones. I think they're going to go with Trey Lance. And then boom, third pick, Roger Goodell announces Trey Lance's name. How do we feel?
0: Uh I think that was a horrible pick. Um just just gonna just gonna be blunt just with it. Just interrupting everybody today, Colin. Horrible. <laughs> horrible pick. Um was with college? Okay, okay, Jack. Okay, Princess, go ahead. What what do you have to say? Thank you. Um anyways. Let's hear what you have to say, sweetheart. I think
2: they made the right call here over Mac Jones. I think Trey Lance is I think he's, there's more you could, he has more potential than Mac Jones. I think we've seen what Mac Jones is in college, to be honest. But I think we really haven't seen what Trey Lance can be. And I think Kyle Shanahan's quarterback guru, I think he can do.
1: Jack, I'm, I'm just going to stop Trey you right Lance there. Up. I'm going to stop you right there and tell you that that is one of the worst takes I've ever heard.
2: All right, you, you can old takes expose me. I
1: think this no, is – No, 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 I'm not, saying, him and Mac Jones. I'm not saying that you're wrong that Trey Lance has potential and can be better than Mac Jones. I'm saying in the way you framed that was – what do you mean we've seen what Mac Jones can be? A national champion –
2: I mean, but I've, we've seen his traits and, like, his, like, physical tools. I don't think
1: – So you're Trey telling me it's better really to see someone with potential have no clue anything about them no. than someone who's proven themselves in the hardest part of college football.
2: No, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that. But I just feel That's like – That's
1: exactly what you said.
2: In this instance, Trey Lance didn't get to play last season. The season got canceled. He got one game to show his stuff. I feel like it would have been very different if we got to see more of Trey Lance. Hey, Trey Lance is a national champion uh, too, man. Just because it's FCS. Don't knock him. But I think he, they made the right choice. I'm not a big Mac Jones guy. But I'm not I'm not saying I'm on Trey Lance, but I'm saying he's going to be better than Mac Jones, I feel like. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> That's
1: fine. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree or agree with – Arrest I me.
2: Old takes exposed. Why not?
1: I don't have – I literally have no opinion on that draft pick because I don't think you're going to lose with either of them. I also don't know if you're going to win with either of them. So – um to be honest I thought Justin Fields was better than both of them but you know let's just keep going with the the quarterbacks why not let's just keep going with the quarterbacks talk
2: about Justin Fields I, I really think the Bears trade up to number 11 go get Justin Fields finally the Bears get a quarterback hopefully that can like build up their franchise be their guy for a long time I mean surely they did the same thing trade up to get Trubisky we all know how that went but I think they made a good pick here, and I think they made good picks later in the draft to help out Justin Fields. They made, a lot of people were high on the Bears draft. I've seen a lot of A grades for them. But I think, I think this is a good pick by the Bears. I think Justin Fields is going is to be a good quarterback for them.
1: Well, you know why it was an A grade for the Bears? Because they did everything okay, but everything okay was plenty good enough to be better than what they have now with Mitchell Trubisky and the rest of that team. So I think they had a very good draft as well, and I think Justin Fields is going to be a good fit there. So I think it's a great pick. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good idea to trade up. So, um, but we'll have to see where they land. Where, where do you think Justin Fields goes in fantasy though? Like, is he is he like a top five quarterback now? No,
0: I don't think. I don't think the Bears have top ten fantasy. Weapons.
1: I mean, top not top five. That's kind of ridiculous. Top ten fantasy maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe throw a late round pick at him. Maybe as your second or third quarterback, depending on.
0: Really? I, I just don't I don't I don't see the Bears having good enough weapons to really make him worthwhile. That's true. That's fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. I think that's a good fit for him, though. I, I think they can actually build around him, and they would have never been able to build around a crappy quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky.
0: But, yeah, anything's better than Mitch. Um, and then
1: surprise of the draft, um Mac Jones falls to 15 to the New England Patriots which i think absolutely when it ha- i think when it, when that happened i don't think anybody wanted to see it i think when, like, when that happened people were like oh crap that could be the next tom brady cuz he's kind of built like him and they were like bill belichick here we go again so but i don't know yeah, i think
0: i think that's a really good fit for the patriots honestly um mike jones just a little more i guess agile I don't know if that's exactly the word I'm looking for, but you know, a little more a little a little more ability to roll out of the pocket um than Tom Brady had. Well um, he, but he's not that much, much more mobile if you yeah. if you're saying.
1: He's much more pocket passer, which is great for the Patriots, but he's not he's he has more mobile than Tom Brady, which you'd have to be a robot to be not more mobile than Tom Brady, so. Jack is just itching to say something right now. I know he is. What do what
2: you I mean? Waiting? We can be we can be scared for about the Patriots and Bill Belichick for the rest of our lives just because they get a quarterback like Mac Jones doesn't mean he's going to be the next Tom Brady. I'm not sold on that. I mean, I think they needed a quarterback, someone to build up behind Cam Newton because Cam Newton's not the long term answer. But I, I'm not scared of this pick. I'm really not scared of the Patriots to be honest. You you can this is old take exposed setting me up right here, putting me on a tee, but. I'm not scared of this pick. I'm not big on Mac Jones.
0: And that's just. All right, Jared, girl. Anyways. Hey. Hey, we're fine. All right, there you
1: go. Everybody just saw our Instagram reel for the week right there. (laughs) That's. that's All right. That's it. I I need a. Hey, hey.
2: I'm not. This is good to segue into the Lions draft. I'm not upset. The past like 12 years of my life, I've been vehemently upset after the draft. But now, like, we did all right.
0: Solid like, first-round pick, solid we, first round pick. Penny
2: Sewell, I mean, oh, how stupid are the Bengals? How stupid are the Bengals?
0: Right, Joe, so we're going to get to that after,
2: after you talk
1: about all this bull crap that no one wants to hear about the Lions. We're going to talk about the Bengals pick. Oh, my goodness.
2: All all right, go well, so we got a steal in Penny Sewell. Honestly, didn't think we would get him. And then the, the, the next two rounds, we get, we build up our trenches, get two good D linemen. Fourth round, we get Amonra St. Brown, solid slot receiver, good hands. I'm really happy with that pick, and uh, and then uh, you know we finish it out. We get a good corner from
0: Syracuse. Uh, we, get, we got a running back late from Oregon State. Good, a good corner in Syracuse. Words I would never. Hey, put- he's solid.
2: He's, he's got he's got good athletic traits, and then we got you know a good linebacker from Purdue. Apparently he's a thumper, um, but I'm happy with the draft. I'm I'm believing in Dan Campbell. It's going to be a slow build. Nothing's going to happen in a year with Dan Campbell. It's going to be a four or five year build. But I'm liking the direction we're going. So, now we can talk about – No, no, no.
1: no. Before we go, I want to say one thing. I think the Lions had a very good draft, and I will admit that, but I'd much rather be in the Patriots
2: situation than the Lions right now. I'm just saying. Oof. I mean, of course, Bill Belichick
0: over Dan Campbell. I mean, that's easy. But – All right. So. We're on the rise. The Cincinnati Bengals. Can't be any freaking lower than you were. Sorry. Go ahead. Exactly. There's no going down from here. It's only up. The Cincinnati Bengals faced a very, very tough choice going into this draft. Do we do what the front office wants, which happened to be what was best for the team? and and, In the Packers situation, that's not the case, but very similar kind of dilemma. Do you do what the front office wants, or do you do what your quarterback wants and make him happy? And at the end of the day, when it came down to it, when they got on the clock, They chose to make Joe Burrow happy and pick who he wanted them to pick when they took Jamar Chase, and he was the one lobbying for it. So, yes, they're stupid for not taking an offensive lineman, but at the same time, they did what they had to to make their quarterback happy. So I I see where they're coming from in taking Jamar Chase. I mean, it's interesting because he didn't play for a whole year, so there's that big question mark of, you know, where is he going to be on field football-wise? Um, but, you know, that's only going to come with time that we'll be, we'll be able to figure that out. But, you know, overall, I would say I have to agree, just agree with them, just because they did what they had to to make their quarterback happy. Well, clearly uh, Joe Burrow's been
2: hit a few ma- a few too many times. If he wants Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell, man literally tore his ACL last year and didn't want an offensive tackle. I mean – Here's my rebuttal, Colin. I don't know about that. I, I'm just saying, if I was the GM of the Bengals, Pennisi would be gone in five seconds. But
0: I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a disagree. No, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I, I agree. Here's my rebuttal, Colin.
1: What's his name? Joe Burrow. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> to, to, Today, Junior. <laughs> Joe Burrow. All right. I understand wanting to make your quarterback happy. You have Aaron Rodgers on your team. He's not happy. You had everything going on in uh, Houston this year. You, I mean, you have all these quarterbacks that always want what, like, what they can get, built around them. I understand. Joe Burrow is a, was a rookie last year who legitimately almost lost his leg because he didn't have anybody to block for him. You don't make him happy in his second year. You make him er, than he already
2: was. Then you go make him happen. He doesn't. It's not like he doesn't have weapons already. He's got T. Higgins, Tyler. Uh, yeah, he's not. It's not Joe like he Nixon. Doesn't, have a, he doesn't have any wide receiver core
1: at all. I mean, he had he has some decent receivers. I understand the whole Jamar Chase connection, and I understand they went out and got uh, Jackson Carmen from Clemson. Shout out the boy, Jackson Carmen in the second round. Hey, let's go. But if, in all honesty, Penny Sewell has to be better than Jackson Carmen. There's no way you can convince me that he isn't. And hope I want Jackson Carmen to succeed, but you have to go make Joe Burrow safer before you can make him happy. That's just my thinking on it.
0: Yeah I mean I, 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 I agree with that. I mean I agree with you. I'm not saying that like you' you're, you've got a very valid point, but there's two sides of the argument. And one of their reasonings behind making Joe Burrow happy over picking Seawell uh, is that he didn't play. he was just like Jamar Chase. he didn't play for a year. Um, you know, so that I feel like with a position that is the offensive line that just is so it, you just see so much rotation and turnover. Um, you know, that could have had a big, big impact in, in their decision making. Um, you know, I don't know. I wasn't in the draft room, they didn't call me up and say, Hey, what should we do? Um, but you know, a, a, interesting pick from them. Um, they they dug their grave. Now it's time to lie in it.
1: At least at least they did the right thing in the second round, though. I mean, I think Jack, Jackson Carmen has had every bit of experience against all the good teams as well, um, his entire career. So it's not like he you're getting some bum. I I made Jackson Carmen sound like he wasn't a great offensive lineman. I mean, everybody preaches about his potential, and he has all the potential in the world. So I, I think I think that they did the right thing overall. Um, but I think they should have taken Penny first round and you know, just let the cards fall where they may with Jamar Chase. Um, but that, that, that pick really shook up the draft. Cause then it went, Miami was always going to take Jamar Chase at six, but then they had to take Jalen Waddle. And now you've gotten Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase in Cincinnati. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, who's Miami going to take now? Cause they need a wide receiver. Well, they take Jalen Waddle, one of Tua's biggest targets at Alabama. So, are we just creating, like, college teams in the NFL now? Because I know we're going to get to it soon here with Clemson, but Jalen Waddell just, you know, is now like going to Miami with Tua. Does that
0: help him at all? Hey, it, it might be it might be the new way. Why do you have to worry about creating chemistry when you can just draft chemistry?
1: I'm serious. I mean, Jalen – Don't forget about uh,
2: Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smithkin together too. Yeah,
1: no, that's uh, – Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, it, it, what, they were what, pick 12? 12, I believe, yeah. I mean, it, it's insane. Um, so I think I, don't know, I like that pick though, uh, Jalen Waddle. I think that he was probably the better of the two, even though Devonta Smith won the Heisman. I can't believe Devonta Smith was as fell as far as he did after his season, but that's just how it is with the with grades and drafting and all the pundits that come up with these grades. So, way goes. Um, it really shook up the draft, is my point, I guess, but. I want to talk about this now. Travis Etienne is back with Trevor Lawrence, boys.
2: The duo, baby. Can't wait! Can't wait! Just absolutely can't wait to see them both on the field. Well, we did reunited I'm in the NFL. Reunited so in the NFL. I will say, I was in triple T's right when the draft, uh, when that pick happened, and the whole ball—it was electric. It was just no one expected it, but it was just beautiful. Like the about
0: both of them signing with Adidas too. Yeah, hey, stripe life, baby. You're not you're not down here right now, Clark. But they had Adidas had made a bunch of posters, um, and they had posted them up all over downtown. It was like Trevor Lawrence. And I can't remember what it said, um, but it was pretty cool. How do you feel about that, Adidas? I think that's a good move for him. Um, you know, I have, I have nothing they, against them. They have a lot of money to give right now in the football g- uh, game, so. I have nothing good good cleats too.
1: yeah I like cleats from experience they got they've got decent decent gear I think they'll be fine well they have
0: good athletes too like they have big big quarterback names um you know uh I think Patrick Mahomes is also Adidas
1: I, I have no is he Adidas he might be I think he is
0: let's do a quick
1: google figure that out while you're doing that how many freaking jerseys are we going to see in Clemson next year when tailgating happens?
0: Yeah, it's going to be crazy. There was a, there was somebody I saw somebody, um, they had a Gardner Minshew jersey and they had taken white tape um, and made it a sixteen instead of a fifteen.
1: Hey, and that's the that's back
0: plate. Mahomes is a DS is confirmed. That's what I that's, thought.
1: That's ingenuity, dude. Um. No I, I I love that. It's awesome to see them go there. But yeah, why why Colin, you said it perfectly. Why uh have to create
2: chemistry when you could just draft it? Yeah, exactly. I would um, love the Jags so much
0: better if Urban Meyer was not the head coach. Especially kind of just puts a team that are putting out like like Notre Dame had nine draft picks this year. I mean, when you have teams putting out that much talent like there's no reason you can't do that and get away with it.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, Jack, I hear what you're saying. I don't like Urban Meyer at all. I don't think a Clemson fan likes Urban Meyer at all. But I like Trevor Lawrence in an Urban Meyer system. Urban Meyer has very similar rollout play calls, RPOs to Dabo. I think that's a very good fit for him.
2: I just don't know if I can trust a guy that's working out Tim Tebow at tight end. (laughs) Tim
1: Tebow's a new. That's put to bed, baby.
2: Hey, RIP, RIP the Mets. They're, they're, they're losing out on Tim Tebow.
1: Yeah, I know, right? But, uh, no, I think, shoot, a Tim Tebow becomes a target for, for Trevor Lawrence. That's going to be something to see. If I
2: see a touchdown pass of Trevor Lawrence to Tim Tebow, uh, that, like, Armageddon's upon us. Like, pigs are flying. Uh, I, I won't believe it.
1: Okay, can we talk about how dirty the Jags did James Robinson, though?
2: I mean, that man went I don't think off- I still think he's going to be part of that offense, though. That man went off last year. Undrafted. (laughs) And they go get a running back first round, just totally steals thunder.
1: He's a first-round fantasy draft pick, and now he's just not going to be drafted uh, in the top four rounds in fantasy, probably.
2: But that's kind of how the league's going. you got to have two good running backs. And with Travis is going to be the more, like, catch the ball in the backfield, maybe a little bit more your third-down guy. But I think James Robinson's more of, like, your...
1: That's another reason that I really like Travis of that team, because... Urban knows how to get running backs in space, very well.
2: And you just put the ball in his hands. He's like Alvin Kamara. Just put the ball in his hands; you're gonna score.
1: Like, oh, any- can we talk, dude? Dude, we have to talk about this. Colin has just left the podcast. By the way, I have no clue where he went. Did he just? I mean, he's just gone. It's all
2: right. We'll put the team on our
1: backs. It's- we are. We. I mean, you know, that's how it normally is. But can we talk about this? The fact that, uh God, what was I gonna say? Colin screwed me up. Colin has absolutely screwed me up.
2: Cue the Jeopardy music
1: right now. Yeah, I know. You're, I, know. I might need to throw some in. Um. Oh, God. This is really bad. I'm, we, we're on the hill now. Dude, dude we're, we're on the hill podcast now. I am just falling down this hill right now. falling apart.
2: It's the new Fall. name. He's messing with his head.
1: I really am. Oh, my gosh. It has some jaguars. It um, doesn't really help me. I know. I know. I've, I've absolutely lost it now.
2: Don't drink, kids. So, what happens? Your memory's gone. What the hell were you going to (laughs)
1: say? I don't know. I have no clue. I looked down and Colin wasn't there and I was
2: just so flustered. It was okay. I said I compared Travis to Alvin Kamara.
1: Oh, my man. Why couldn't you just say that before?
0: (laughs) That might have been helpful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So. We have to talk about the fact that Booger – that was the worst draft analyst crew of all time. Oh, uh, is Mike Fox,
2: Greenberg on there? Oh, my God. is that a? False
1: Greenberg thing? was the host, and Booger was there. Mel Kuyper's always there. That's not a shock. Louis Riddick is horrid. Booger McFarl- McFarlane might as well just tell you that the sky is blue every time he talks. But, dude, he had the easiest comparison of all time. Travis is legitimately Alvin Kamara. Reincarnated
2: with just a shaved head, which I'm i kind of pissed he shaved his head. He doesn't not, not a yeah, good Yeah, I
1: like the dreads. I like the dreads. Oh, welcome back, Colin. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right.
1: You jazzed up still? Yeah, still jazzed. All right, still jazzed. Okay, well, welcome back. We had dude, we had a fluster while you were gone. I forgot. Or what just I was say. a couple brain
2: cells died. In dude,
1: I, yeah, I I just fell off the hill. I was gone. But uh, we're talking about how Boogie McFarland sucks at his job. And how he had the easiest comparison comparing Travis to Alvin Kamara of, of the night. Look, mean-
0: look, 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 look. <laughs> I'll say this in regards to to Booger McFarlane. If ESPN is ever wondering why they are doing so horribly financially, they just need to take a look at their who they have on payroll. Booger McFarlane does not need to be on national television ever. He does not need to be on local television, ever. He does not need to be on a VHS tape that's given out for free, ever. Okay. (laughs) That's that's about all I got to say about that.
1: (laughs) Okay, so anyways. He does have the greatest quote in Monday Night Football history, still though. Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end, baby.
0: He'll ride that quote till the day he dies.
1: I mean, that's the only good thing he's ever said. But yeah, no, they're horrible. Um,
2: let's, let's
0: go.
1: See.
2: Let's go. To the next running back, the running back taken before Travis.
1: Yes, right I, before Travis, and I could not be happier if this happened. Now, as you hear, Steelers.
2: If Travis was in a Steelers uniform, I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could move him.
0: I cry. I okay, quick that. question. Quick question. If Najee hadn't been drafted, do you think one of them would have been taken and with the remaining picks in the first round? Or Do you think Najee no. take, created a run at the position? Yes.
1: that's exactly what happened. You do not take a running back until someone else takes a running back, and once that happens, you knew Travis was coming off the board immediately after that. You have like you can't like once that happens, it's just over. You have to go ahead and take the next one because. Those two guys, when they're one A and one B, they're it's it's over. So once the Steelers made that move, the Jags had to make that move. Now I, I don't I don't fault the Jags for making that move. It's tough to draft a running back in the first round, though. But the Steelers really needed him, and I think Najee's going to be good
2: for them. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Good pick by the Steelers, but they still have no O line. So I mean, they're just going to feed him for like thirty times a game. He'll get maybe like one hundred twenty yards just to get yeah. some big bends back. But I mean, that yeah. <laughs> put Najee to work. That's that's for sure.
1: Um. But hey, shout out Najee Harris, by the way. Homeless shelter where he uh, he was living when he was growing up. Do a draft party there instead of you Bad know respect. he could have been the, he could have been in the green room or at home and is you know I'm sure he has a big house or is, definitely soon will have a big house. Um, watching him with all his family and friends, but he chose to go pay pay homage there. So that was great for him.
0: He's definitely just an all around good tour,
1: guy.
2: Man. He's an all around good guy. Also, a big fan of the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. He always he shouted out a uh, Rapino. That one press conference.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. I do remember saying that. Yeah, he is.
2: Rapino? Rapino? Rapino.
1: Rapino. Rapino. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the, I guess that's kind of the first. Any more first round things you want to say? Uh, the Ravens got a wide receiver for their running back and quarterback, Rashad Bateman. Um, I like Rashad Bateman. I think he's going to be good. I, I like him out of Minnesota. I know Connor likes him.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's who I wanted, but. We got Amari, so I'm jazzed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that pick. I love that pick. Let's, hey, you know what? Oh, wait. Other, one more first-round thing. This was the entire draft, uh, but the Roger Goodell chair, was there any more thing – like, was there anything more cringy? That, that was
0: so before? grimy. And you know Roger Goodell probably thought that was, like, the funniest thing. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to be a meme again.
2: I want to call it these, these super fans that got to sit in it. I mean, some of these fans did not look like super fans. Like, for the Lions, it was, like, some scrawny teenage kid that, like, was wearing a Barry Sanders jersey and his voice cracked, like, halfway through the pick. It's almost, like, like,
1: they put, it's almost like they put you up there. I
2: was like, it should be me. But <laughs> it didn't happen. But, yeah, that, Roger Goodell thinks he's so cool. Like, he thought that was the, the most clever thing. Like, everyone's going to love it and everyone he, just – I swear, dude, he thought Roger that was the stopped. best thing he could have done.
1: It was just a horrible idea. Oh, remember this chair a, from
0: the last draft? It was so he cool. He might be one of the worst commissioners of, like, to ever ever exist <laughs> he's oh, just God. he makes me laugh i don't know why He just every time i see his face it just makes me laugh he's just so grimy
1: you're like, telling me Goodell. Had- does, who makes you laugh more when you look in the goodell or silver
2: i don't know silver looks like, a, like an alien or something <laughs> He looks like that the alien head. emoji who has the who has a better dumb face eli manning or roger goodell the roger goodell this face like Kills me every time, Jack. This is a
1: this is a audio podcast, dude. They can't see. we are going We're going to start,
0: we're gonna have to start doing live podcast. And Picture
2: like on everyone knows what Eli, Eli Manning looks like when he's on the sideline, looking like he's just had a stroke.
1: <laughs> oh, that's you every Sunday watching the, the Lions. Honestly. <laughs> um, oh man. Um. All right. Let's let's write it back in here. Tell me. Tell me your favorite pick, or, or and tell me a couple of your
2: favorite picks of the draft or some of your least favorite picks of the draft. All right, I'll give you a couple that I loved and a couple that I hated. One that I loved, and I don't know how this man fell so far, but Chuba Hubbard to the Panthers?
1: Yeah, what's going on there? Was like, I mean, like,
2: was two a- years yeah. ago, that man was, like, in, like, Heisman contention. Like, he he had, was like, still a- favorite for the season. Heisman before T-Law showed up. And, like, people, like, had him above Travis for a while. And, like, I don't know how he felt, but the Panthers snagged him. And that's a great backup running back to have to their push. running back room is busy though. It's gonna be there's busy. there's gonna be a lot. They might have to make some cuts, but I thought that was just a plot twister trading are trading McCaffrey for Watson. Wow, you want Watson to play your supporter? Wow. <laughs> Not
0: surprised. Not surprised.
2: Uh another pick I love that was late. Uh Ben Cleveland. Guard for Georgia. Have y'all seen a picture? The Ravens took him. Have you seen I'm a in, picture? That man is a yoke. He's 6'6", 350. Yo. His nickname's Big Country, but he literally looks like the guy from, like, Game of Thrones, the mountain. Like, he's huge. Like, why is that man falling What I think it was second or third round? I don't know why that man oh. fell so far. And then a the third one I loved uh, was Trey Sermon to the 49ers. That was a great pick. Kyle I, love that pick. I love that pick. Kyle works running back so good. You
1: want, you want to talk about another another running room? Running back, little, 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 running back room that is yeah, that
2: five times fast.
1: Running back room, running back room, running back room, running back room, running back room.
2: Yeah, boy. The yeah. This could be busy, that, yeah.
1: They have a really good running back room. I'll say it again. Have, the 49ers have a fantastic running back room.
0: It's a fantasy hell, though. Absolute fantasy hell. How
1: many though. times, did I, how many times um, did I just say that?
0: Say one more time. I don't care. Running back how <laughs> <the, laughs> many times.
2: Dude, we're just right. Good we pick. killing off Instagram reels. On to picks I hate. On to picks I hate. Number one, Davis Mills, Houston Texans. That pick sucks. I'm sorry. And that's their <laughs> first pick in the draft. I think
1: that's the worst pick in the draft.
2: <laughs> that pick just sucks. Like, I, There's nothing else I got to say. That pick sucks. And then another pick I didn't really understand was Javante Williams to Denver. I mean, he's a good running back, but I really don't know why he went there because they have Melvin Gordon. Do they still have Philip Lindsay? No, no, he's gone. But I, 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 that pick just didn't make sense to me. But and then the third pick I didn't like was there were so many other offensive tackles on the board, and I swear John Gruden just took this guy Alex Leatherwood just because of his last name. He's a guy. He's a guy with Leatherwood in his last name. He's like, oh, that's a t- offensive lineman. Given he did go to Alabama, but there was. He was not rated high enough to go in the first round.
1: He'll guard that spider Y two banana. Is what you're saying?
2: It's like Leatherwood. Oh, that's a play right there. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's all for me.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. Just you know, go ahead and give us all the great picks from the draft. Uh, let me go with the one that I absolutely hate. Like this is my least favorite pick, and I don't like him in the first place. Let me tell you who I hate. Kellen Mond went to the Minnesota Vikings. Gross. That dude is horrible. Number one. Number two, why do you need to draft a quarterback if you're just gonna turn around and hand it off 38 times again? I mean, seems kind of you know stupid to me, but who am I to say that's a stupid pick? I don't know. I just hate that pick. That's my that's my least favorite pick. My second least favorite pick is Sean Wade. He is terrible. Oh,
2: what a bum. What an absolute bum.
1: Still not gotten drafted after his horrendous showing in this past year. Um, but, yeah, Sean Wade, hate that pick too. Shouldn't have gotten drafted. Should have been a free agent. Um, the pick that I love, though, and this is completely biased. Uh, you can call me whatever you want. You know, we're a Clemson podcast, so shut up, listeners. Cornell Powell went to the Chiefs. I uh, love what, what a steal by them. That is a steal, dude. Absolute steal. I mean, his, his route running – there's someone that – Colin, can you think of another wide receiver that came through Clemson that grew more than Cornell Powell? Like, because he was getting, what, maybe five snaps a game when he came in in and, and this past year. Obviously, he had injuries, but this past year he was our number one receiver.
0: Yeah, he Paul, definitely – I mean, I'm not, dis, not trying to discount him. He definitely got helped with injuries. But he is somebody who put in the work. I mean, he worked his tail off. And his route running was so crisp. I mean – he he really did, just grind and and really it sh- It really showed. I mean, I think such a steal of a pick for the uh, for the Chiefs. I think. I mean, I think he's route running wise, he can run routes just as well as Tyreek Hill, um, if not better. Um, and he's bigger than him, obviously. I
1: mean, tell me, he doesn't fit the prototype on that team though. He looks exactly like Miko Hardman, like that height. Tyreek yeah. Kill. He might not be as quick as Tyreek Kill or Hartman, but he's he's got the, the agility too. I mean, they put dude the amount of times they played that highlight of him breaking Sean Wade in the playoff game that we got clobbered
2: in. He's still oh, that's so that. nice.
1: I mean, that is Beautiful. one of the nicest routes I've ever seen run in my entire life. So that's a steal to me. Yeah, because um, yeah, so yeah. Patrick Mahomes,
2: Patrick Mahomes just needs more help. I mean, yeah, gee. I
1: know, right? Like, oh, we just need another wide receiver. Like, no worries. Um, and, and they and they traded. For Orlando Brown, like they're fine, they're
2: just and they drafted a bunch of good offensive linemen. Their O line is they, they realized their one weakness was Patrick Mahomes, and they solved it so fast. I've never seen a team do that before. I'm so jealous.
1: Imagine having a competent front office in the NFL, it's like you win the Super Bowl, like they
0: literally fixed okay, it. Okay, like okay, week. But imagine being a team that you only have one weakness. <laughs> is- I mean, it's just ridiculous, and now it's solved. So they're going to
2: win the Super Bowl the next 10 years. Yeah, that's very true. Um,
1: but, yeah, Colin, I know we kind of ran through a bunch there, there, but you got any burning ones that you want to say?
0: The only one that really is, like, in the front of my mind that didn't make sense but is the most Green Bay Packers draft pick, they still found a way to take a running back. <laughs> <laughs> the they very last them, yeah. position we need, <laughs> they found a way to take a running back. Like, oh, seventh round? Let's take a running back. <laughs> and still, you only drafted the one receiver, right? Just Amari. Yeah, we just drafted Amari. The only we only did one. Receiver. <laughs> the GM's like, "Oh, that's good enough. Just one, it'd be fine."
1: <laughs> that is pretty good. That is pretty good. But no, I like uh, Jack. Did you say Javante Williams by chance?
2: I did. I just, I the pick didn't make sense. I like him as a player, but the pick didn't make sense. I don't know why. I don't know about the Broncos. That's what I'm saying. It's it just I don't know. It was a weird. I thought I was wanting him to go somewhere and like be the starter because I think it's yeah. pretty good. Back, but there it's going to be like the backfield is going to be messy now. And like, imagine him going to Houston or something, you know, or the Lions. I'm just kidding. No, we have DeAndre Swift.
1: You don't need anymore, right? You have <laughs> 22. No, you know, you are you're the you're you're like the wannabe running back room of the Panthers or the 49ers.
2: We wish we were that. We are nowhere near that.
1: So, I'm saying you're the wannabe room of the hey, party.
2: but Penny Sewell, you could put
0: anybody. Running behind him, but I think you'll get production. All right, I think Loki—he's going to be a bust. Uh, this might be a very cool take, but I could—I could see him being a bust. Weren't you the one telling him last week? I mean, he's good. I don't—that don't that was your wrong. pick in the
1: mock. I was okay. Me? Yeah, you picked him for the Bengals, by the way. Oh well,
0: yeah. Well, if every every one of my picks was wrong. So uh, clearly, but well, hey, I was right. I was right about Micah Parsons. You I was right about Micah Parsons. Justin Fields, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I he hasn't played for a year. Like that's just, I don't know how that's gonna work out for all of those guys. For everybody that took the year off, it will be interesting to see how. There's a lot of guys that opted out. It'll be interesting to see how they. Like this is the first yeah. time we'll really be able to see. Like how does opting out and taking a year off really affect you at that level? But like, they've also they've also had. It. They've also had a year to train. And yeah, exactly. It could it could it work could out them. great, and like their their bodies have probably never felt better because they they haven't been you know playing. Um,
2: but oh, at the same time, it, it could, could see be, some injuries. It could, yeah, it could
0: put them at a much higher risk of injury. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Sweet,
1: good analysis, Colin.
0: I do the best I can, you know. Anything for this pod, anything um, to keep the viewers and listeners jazzed. I do want to extend
1: a quick thank you. We have been growing, um, quicker than I thought, and come up. we are on the come up. It's been it's been nice to see. It's been very nice to see. And I have no clue what this summer we're gonna do. Um, I I'm obviously we'll be releasing, but I don't know what the timetable is gonna look like because obviously Clemson doesn't have sports going on. Um, we really only have baseball during the summer. We had we, the got a, we got
0: a couple of weeks before that.
1: Yeah, Olympics. But obviously we have a couple of weeks. But, you know, I just want to thank everybody. And obviously we'll be back for the fall in full swing. But, yeah, just want to say a quick thank you to everybody. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up, boys?
0: I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to wrap this show up, you know, put the bow on it.
1: That's a great thing. Put the bow on it. Wrap the sh- like wrap it up and put a bow on it.
2: Let's get her done. Who doesn't love a nice little present? No. Nope.
1: <laughs> All right, that's enough. Uh Jack, last
2: words. Uh, you know, I'm glad I'm not upset about the lines, even though I know I'm going to be as soon as week one rolls around. But uh, you know, good, good pod. Can't wait for a summer to start. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.
0: You yeah. know. It's always fun to be here, as always. Um, we thank you for listening. Sorry I had to take a little hiatus during the show today. Um, but we got some exciting thing exciting things coming. Uh, obviously we're rebranded, baby. Little little different, a little different uh title. So yeah, we're excited yeah. about that. <laughs> today, I had a little like there, but we're jazzed. I was I was so jazzed yes. and excited about title i didn't i didn't know what to say it's just got on the hill stuff. we're jazzed so, you know guys thanks guys and gals thanks again for listening um as always come back next week for a new episode you know starting the summer maybe maybe not next week you know but we'll, we'll keep you on your toes a little bit um but signing off Nah,
1: you know. i think i think we'll definitely have a show next week uh pretty pretty obvious that uh, you still got all the spring sports going on um I'm talking like June, July is when we're looking at. And that's when we'll obviously have the Colin, you know, golf series going on. So that that'll keep us rolling. But anyways, yep. Thank you for listening, peeps. Uh, On the hill, now we are. Um, So if you're you're looking back at our old episodes, you know, it is what it is. They're obviously still going to be there, but we're just going to be renamed. Um, Rebranded, and that's how it's going to be. So thank you all for listening. And until next time, peace out.
2: Love you guys.